the Super Fun Podcast. <sighs> With the new theme. Yeah, yeah I love today, it. Today. Uh, thanks to friend of the podcast, Sean. Uh, owe him quite a bit. I wish he would let me pay him because he <laughs> made such a kick-ass theme. Uh, but uh, uh, tomorrow, uh, so today is Friday, October 12th. Yep. So tomorrow, I'm going to be appearing on his uh, his podcast, a live uh, show at about 9 a.m. Oh, be on YouTube. So I'll be appearing on the Saturday Sean show uh, for October 13th. And that's going to be pretty cool. going to be talking a lot more uh, uh, about... Uh, more of the tech side of uh, stuff, like, uh, but yeah, Intel has a new processor coming out. It's like they're they're really pumping it up as like it's going to be uh, the next big thing. Fucking kicks at kicks AMD's uh, rising shit to the curb and all that, and it's gonna it's, knock your digital fucking pants off. Oh yeah, that that's basically what Intel's all like, and uh, that's probably not what. It's probably actually just like here. Here's the the Ryzen. Here's the new Intel. <laughs> but here's what Intel wants you to <laughs> That's think. What they're hyping it for. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, looking forward to be on that. Uh, and yeah, again, thank you, Sean, for the new theme. Uh, totally rocking it. Yeah. Uh, so Duncan. Before anyone else gets here, I think I think Austin said he was gonna come. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll you. see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, how's your week? Um, or two weeks? Since yeah, it's yeah, been a while. Life. It's been a busy while. I've been picking up overtime because in two, three weeks ish, I'm gonna be heading out to Anaheim to BlizzCon. Yeah, and hype for that. I'll probably start with Blizzard related. Finally starting to get some of my BlizzCon stuff. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. free power. I got my BlizzCon pa- uh, back uh, card slat- sleeve. I didn't realize it until I recently hopped onto Overwatch. I got my Demon Hunter Sombra skin. Ah, So good. And she's getting a new Halloween skin. I hopped onto the Halloween event... Egg open the free box they usually give you whenever an open or an event starts, and I got the one skin I wanted. I got the enchanted armor, uh, Pharah, which is awesome. It's just like empty armor. It's just a like, yeah. ghost armor. I love it. People have been clamoring for armorless Pharah. What does Blizzard give us? Pharahless armor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, how about the other way? Uh, wait for summer. <laughs> yeah. I know I have a few friends who really want that Slayer 76. Oh, I saw that. That thing looks cool. <laughs> it's been so long since I played Overwatch, so I'm just not sure if I want to go back. I haven't gotten... Oh. After that one good game of League, I haven't gone back. I do want to. Speaking of League, I've been watching Worlds, because that's going oh, on. Right, yeah. They... The the new like animated video they hyped up for Worlds. I love the music. It's already in my playlist. It's uh-huh. Rise. Yeah, love it. It's an awesome song. And they recent actually on the note they released another video 
based around double lift, right? Yeah, and yeah. they used the Hero Academia song. Yeah, they did. I was like, <laughs> you got I, I thought that was a fan thing. Yeah. And that's all we that's League's official Twitter. <laughs> when did they get that? What? <laughs> Sounds awesome. Also looking at the world's groups, like there's an obvious group of death in group C. It's like KT Rolster, Edward Gaming, Liquid, and Mad Team. <laughs> Uh, and like right now, Edward and KT Bolster are both 2 0 in that. Oh, shit. Like, I watched uh, uh, that group play this morning because I was up late doing some editing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just, man, KT Rollster is just <laughs> great to watch. Yeah. If you just want to see a team just roll over uh, a whole <laughs> other team, it's really, really, it's also like getting me back into like, Okay, so this is how they're building their their builds, and this is how the jungle's being played now. Like Kindred's a very snowball-y Ooh. jungler, uh, and also Liquid. Just every time they wanted to do a team fight or get an objective, they would get stomped by Edward. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is also a weird world because. Uh, the overall record of Korean teams is uh, 0-2, 1-2, 2-0. Oh. So it's 3-3. Three three. Huh. One, team, one team's 0-2, and, and our one's 1-2. One Hell, the reigning world champions, Gen G, that were Samsung, yeah. they're 1-2 they're in and their group. Royals, 3-0. Now let somebody else win this year. <laughs> it would be nice to see anyone else win. Yeah. In Korea? That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. See if China finally gets their win. Where Did they announce where Worlds is being played this year? Uh, I believe it's in Busan, uh, South Korea. Sounds like I'm going to have to be up like crazy o'clock to watch Worlds. Uh, when did I watch? It was like 2 a.m., I think. Yeah. Yeah. We also just catch the the uh, the vods later. Yeah, and then just not not watch social media. Yeah, but no, worlds is uh worlds getting me more back into league. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I was free, Duncan. I guess I'm not. <laughs> Any league players out there, Cloudhead, Duncan? Uh, I need more people to play with. Haunted guy. You can pretty much add any sort of format, Cloudhead Duncan. <laughs> but, um. Oh, I lost track of something. Back to you. Oh, I watched uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. I freaking love it. It's They just recently came out with season two. And it's a it's a beautiful art, uh, old cartoon that explains puberty and growing up perfectly in its own usually dark and hilarious manner. Hmm. It's basically a, it just following mostly around two kids' lives, and the one who has his puberty monster because he hit puberty, and it's hilarious. Puberty monster. <laughs> yes, apparently it's it's apparently like whenever you hit puberty, you 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 start seeing that this puberty monster that only you can see. Oh. <laughs> and he's hilarious. 
Oh no, but yeah, they tackle a lot of things in that series. It's hilarious. I I would su- I would suggest it. And I just keeping to the topic of Netflix, I just started watching the Gundam series that's on there, Gundam UC. Oh, I didn't know there was a Gundam series. On yeah, no, I know. I was just scrolling through. It's like, oh, hey, Gundam, it's awesome. Oh. Like they're one hour episodes. Oh boy. Yeah. So there's only seven episodes in the the first season. And I watched like four last night. So basically, if you have a day, yeah, you can crush it. <laughs> if you have seven-ish hours, boom. And then last Tuesday, I went out. I went out and watched Venom. I was skeptical at first because people, you know, all the all the critics and reviewers are giving it a bad score. Like Rotten Tomatoes only gave it thirty percent. But when I actually went there, like the audience, the audience review is like eighty-nine percent. Yeah, critics hate it. Audiences like it. Yeah. So that, for me, that means I'm probably going to like this film. I love it. Um, I just recently found, like, one person was picking away at it, saying, like, if they, it's because of one scene in the movie, it's going to be hard for them to mash Venom into the MCU if they wanted to. It doesn't really spoil anything, but um, there comes a scene where they... They, they, they use the term aliens and Eddie Brock is put off. It's like, aliens, they exist. So then that, that would poke a hole in the whole Avengers thing because the world has already come in, into contact with aliens. If this was in the same universe, he, would, he wouldn't have been so skeptical about it. Hmm. Yeah, well, I assume it's not in like yeah. the same universe and all that. No, but overall, I love it. Um. I think people who have a really deep-rooted understanding and they don't like the change of Eddie Brock from, like, late 80s, early 80s, early 90s Brock, he does change a little bit in character, but he's not... He's certainly a big improvement from Spider-Man 3 Venom. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And they certainly... They human... They, they make Venom... A lot, a lot more relatable. How many character. villains were in Spider-Man Three alone? Because there was, there was Venom, there was Harry Osborn, yeah. uh, Sandman. Sandman. Was there anyone else? I feel like there was someone else in there. It's also been a while since I watched it's, Yeah, it's it. been forever. I mean, I guess you can say Peter Parker with the symbiote was also <laughs> kind of a villain. A bad one. He's a bad oh. man. Right, I'm going to go on this streak of uh, unpopular opinions. I don't completely shit on three because I think they did a good job with uh, Sandman's character. Oh, yeah. The rest oh, yeah. of the movie is pretty trash. But I think they did Sandman all right. No, I think people would agree with you that Sandman was the shining part of that film. Yeah, because going into that movie, I just had my basic Spider-Man knowledge. Like, oh, hey, he's a, he's a guy. He can turn into sand. He's a thug. He will randomly rob banks. I watch a movie. He's like, oh, he's doing this because of his daughter and kind um, of thing. You know, they, again, they make him more relatable. They, they humanize the character. Yeah. But yeah, no, overall, I love the movie. It, it does get a little bit funny, but it doesn't get, like, over-the-top, like, Thor funny. Yeah. You, there's the one scene you see in the trailer, like, the the one where Venom goes, like, like a turd in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who watch it, there are two. 
end credit scenes. I missed the last one. I just watched the one after the, the, the you know, the, the, the spiffy credits. That's, okay. I did not wait after the, the black and white credits. But the one, the last one isn't, um, it's just extended footage of, uh, the new Spider-Man movie coming out, the, uh, the Edge of the Venomverse, or Ed, Venomverse, Edge, Edge of the Venomverse, Spider-Verse, because Venomverse is also a thing. Okay. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's about it. Lots of work. Didn't get too much gaming in. Except for Hearthstone, which I'm just getting furious at. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I thought the movie was rated R. But it's only PG-13. I think it was originally being reviewed or um, teased like that back like early this year. It was like oh, it was going to be an R-rated film, but I think Sony went like, nah, no, let's tone it down. Hmm. Do you think the movie would have been better if um, it was rated R? I I think it would be different. I think I would have enjoyed it either way. I like the version we have now. And if they wanted to go and completely make another version of it and make it all horry, I would love it. director's cut version? Yeah, I would also love that. But yeah, the way I see it is like, the, the one end credits theme does open up the series to go further on. A lot of people who are already familiar with Venom probably already know what this end credit scene is leading towards but I won't say it I haven't even seen the film but I have an idea of what it is yeah you're right yeah okay that's about that's my two weeks alright I'll, I guess I'll take that from there uh yeah last week I didn't do a whole lot recovering more or less from uh Annie Fest Worked for most of it. Uh, still hoping to get the new uh, Mario Party at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I did buy tires to, off of Ty. Oh, nice. For 500 buckaroos. So I'm going to get those on tomorrow. Mom, well, probably after uh, my appearance on the Sean Show. Yeah. Saturday morning with Sean. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I watched the uh, I watched Disenchantment, uh, yes. the Matt Groening show. Uh, like I like it, but I feel like it's going it. It's like in it's early. It's in that early stages of like the the first few episodes of Futurama, the first yeah, few episodes exactly. of like The Simpsons. The like. Yeah, take, it, it's going to take a bit for it to really get the ball really rolling. Yeah, they, they needed to set up the landscape. Like, okay. like, set up the world, set up these characters. Eric Andre's the best part of that show. <laughs> Holy shit, was he ever made to be a voice actor. Because his character, Lucy, yeah. is like everything he says... Like, in just how he says it, it comes out just so naturally for him. And it's just like... You are this character. You're char- you you are a demon. Do it, 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 do it. I'm also glad they didn't like do that too much. Yeah, like it's almost in just in that first couple episodes, and that's almost like, dropped a bit. Yeah, but for those two episodes, it fits perfectly. <laughs> then afterwards, he's just like this just snarky asshole. It's great. 
It's oh, it just works so well. Uh, Elfo's also he's got his moments. Yeah, he's, he's got a few moments on Erm's belt. Yeah, uh, he grew on me. Like at first, it's like oh, uh, you, you, you just need him as as juxtaposition. He's the yeah. fish out of water. Yeah, uh, but yeah, because you got the you got the the two consciences, like the good conscious and the, and the bad consciousness for for being. And being almost always goes to Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, like, oh man, I fucked up. Elfo, you were kind of right. <laughs> but not entirely. Yeah. Oh, it's flawed. And like, I love even, even in the end, like how they just expand on his on her uh, father. Was like, yeah. He was really one note for most of it, and yeah. then becomes a lot more of a character right at the end. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Like there's stuff there, so yeah. I can't wait for a second season. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm waiting. I'm I'm pumped for it. Uh did I do anything else? I know I'm planning on seeing Venom also tomorrow because I have that gift card. Oh right. I I just yeah. Uh yeah, it's more or less it. Uh, did a lot of editing for Pokemon. Got the latest episode out. Uh, if, if anyone... If Brownie points to anyone who knows why I'm referencing in the title. Uh, <laughs> did you know Duncan? I didn't... I, I actually didn't even pay attention. <laughs> so the episode is called... Uh, Adventures in Millennium. Episode 7. She wore pink boots. No. I'll give I'm you a I'll give you a hint that you can think over for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> uh the hint I'll give you, and also for you, the listener. Duke. The Duke. And that's you know, all you get. So um. let's get into the news. So, kicking off the news cycle, being that, uh, yes, I know that you encourage your privacy policy IGN. Uh, starting off with, uh, Telltale's final season of The Walking Dead will, uh, get an ending, uh, through Skybound. So, Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead, Announced that the final episodes of Telltale Games' Walking Dead final season will be released via his company, Skybound, uh, during the Walking Dead panel at, at New York Comic Con. Uh, we successfully negotiated with Telltale Games for our company, Skybound, to come in and see season four of the Telltale game to completion. Uh, according to the statement, Skybound. Uh, uh, the company has taken ownership of Telltale's Walking Dead final season and will finish the season. Skybound will work with uh, members of the original Telltale team uh, to finish the story in the way that fans deserve. Uh, Skybound will continue to update fans uh, on the status of the game on Skybound.com, Twitter, and Facebook. Hmm. So, for one, it's... At least good for the fans. 
that they're at least going to get to see an ending, hopefully. Yeah. Barring a sort of bullshit that happens. Uh, but most of that Telltale staff that was laid off still don't have severance or anything. It's just brutal. So even then, I'm still really eh, just not happy about this whole situation. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know what to say on this matter other than you know still we we wish all the people that were laid off the best and hope they land on their feet and that the Telltale execs that are still around hopefully do find a way to pay severance even if they don't want to. Yeah. I'm sure there could be plenty of lawsuits coming their way if they don't. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I have faith that they'll probably get picked up. They they that's a good talented crew. There's a there's a lot of talented people there, so Yeah. And and the company taking it uh you know the um Kirkman's yeah. yeah, I had to do some checking around. I looked, uh, read further down in the article. Um, they are known for make, uh, releasing titles such as uh, The Walking Dead, Road to Survival, Super Fight, and Giant Cop, Justice Above All. Giant Cop. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Uh, they also make Oxen Free? I think so. I'm not familiar with Skybound. I've I've I, I recall hearing that name bounced around once or twice. I think they just worked on Oxenfree for a little bit or something. But yeah, uh, I guess at least people will hopefully get to see the end of this story. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, moving on to someone who seems to have landed on his feet, maybe on um, something not as good. <laughs> so, James Gunn is in talks of writing a Suicide Squad 2 uh, for DC and may also direct. Um, coming from the, the rap, uh, James Gunn, director of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy films, is in talks to write a... Suicide Squad 2, uh, with an eye towards directing the next installment. Uh, three insiders exclusively told The Wrap. Uh, Gunn will have a completely new take on the property in which DC supervillains are recruited by the government to carry out a secret mission too dirty for the likes of Be- Superman and Batman. Uh, as we all know, Gunn was uh, fired by Disney for... Not great reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think about this uh, this development? Um, thinking positively. Hopefully, you know the next uh, Suicide Squad movie that comes out will be good. <laughs> yeah. I finally watched it. I watched it like halfway through, so I haven't watched the full movie. But like the action scene at the end was okay. But you know, I didn't see any of the character development, so I can't, I can't criticize it because I haven't seen it. Mm. I just kind of just took what I've heard about the movie. But um, I'm sure if he actually takes this on and does it, the sequel will probably be a lot better. 
and um, I gotta double check about the articles, but from what I hear, they're you they're still keeping the Guardians three script skip script script. Yeah. So that's good, which means Batista Batista according to what Batista said, like if they didn't use his script, he was leaving. But I guess if they're using the script, Batista's still on board. Yeah. Good. I like that. That's good. Overall, like, yeah, I'm disappointed that they're not bringing him back for Guardians, but I'm glad that the enemy, <laughs> DC, has grabbed him. DC certainly needs some talent. Yeah, they could, <laughs> they could really use some. Uh, yeah, I've, I've mainly thought the first Suicide Squad movie was just a little too much right off the hop, like... yeah. But you could also say that for most of DC, like a little too much off the hop. Yeah. For almost everything. Uh, yeah, it just, it, I feel like it needed uh, just a lot more time in the oven than yeah. what they were actually given. Like, it had potential of being pretty alright, but yeah, like most of the stuff with Jared Leto's Joker was cut. Like, he's in the movie for maybe three minutes. Yeah, like, by the, t- by the time I got into the movie, he was not there. Uh, yeah, the only characters worth really mentioning at, at the end of the day were, like, Will Smith as uh, Deadshot. Deadshot and uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Still not a fan of the Arkham look. Yeah. Just not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. Always be a fan of the original animated series look. And then just over the years, this just create her with less and less clothes. Yeah. Mm. And I guess you can't. I can't demand that costume because when you or when you're making movies, it's not realistic that somebody's going to be walking around in a Harlequin costume. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, uh, I like what Gunn did with Guardians. It, like, it was probably when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> uh, and then, they're, they're my favorite films in Marvel. Yeah, they're, they're all they're like like so good. They're, they're just so good. So, like, Gunn's sense of comedic timing is probably something a uh, comedy-centric film could really use. remember watching PG porn. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, man. But yeah, hope. You know, I, I just wanted to see DC actually make more good stuff. Like Wonder Woman was really good. Yeah. And then we got Justice League. I want them to do like a good Justice League movie that gives me like. That's like, make the movie just like you made the animated series. Like, Justice I want to see Ultimate. like. Yeah. I want to see Batman just snark Superman all the time. I just, I just want to see, see a good Batman. I just want to see Batman stark everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just reminds me. Of, I love that scene from the, one of the, the latest Justice League movies they did like a year or two ago, where it's like Superman's answer is like, "Well, I could just move the planet." <laughs> it's like, and Batman just immediately is like, "If you gave me a week, I could not write down all the reasons why that that would not work." <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I should watch Justice League. 
That's still <laughs> is that still on Netflix? JLA Ultimate? No, no, fuck, god damn it. Well, I, I, I never know with how they freaking move stuff around on Netflix. Is there a site that checks what's on Netflix? <laughs> I got my Netflix app. Anyways, let's move on. So, apparently Microsoft is closing in on finalizing a deal uh, to acquire independent development studio Obsidian Entertainment, who are the minds behind Pillars of Eternity and Fallout New Vegas. Oh, New Vegas. No, Microsoft, no. Don't kill them. I'll say rather than be bought by Microsoft than anything else because Microsoft actually has an okay track record as at least as of recently. Yeah, with I'm still salty studios. when they freaking bought Rare. Still I mean, yeah, Rare. that's that one's still unforgivable. Uh, according to three people briefed on the negotiations. Uh, we don't know if the ink is on paper yet, but plenty of major acquisition deals have fallen apart uh, in the fall hours, but those close to the companies believe it is all but done. Uh, one person with knowledge of the deal told to, told to Kotaku's uh, Jason Trier uh, that they heard it was a 90% finish, uh, said a second person, it's only a matter of time of when, not if. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Obsidian, known for Fallen New Vegas, Knights of the Old Republic 2, uh, yeah, Pillars of Eternity, uh, so I think this is, this is a really good move and a good power play from Microsoft. Yeah. You acquire a team like Obsidian only once in a while, like, that's a, that's a good team you're getting on your development, uh, roster. Yeah. Uh. Because it's only been recently they've really started making more moves to acquire some of these independent developers. Uh, They're going to need you the way freaking PlayStation's been hitting it out of the park this year. Uh. Like, my, like... I was totally hyped over the summer over Nintendo with their releases with the Pokemon Go, Smash Brothers, Mario Party, all this stuff. And then just like Spider-Man came out. I was like, boom! I completely Whoa. forgot about the Switch for a little bit. And now Assassin's Creed came out and from what I hear, that's it got like nines around the board from reviews. Oh yeah. My brother was considering letting me borrow the PlayStation for a couple days, but he didn't because he got too absorbed into the game himself. My bro was trying to help me out and help me review games. He's like, hey, I bought this game. He's like, I'm going to give you a little bit of time and give you my PS4 to play. It's like, cool. I still haven't gotten to play uh, Spider-Man 2 again. Or not Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, but yeah, like, looking at at least our first party, it's like, 
343, they work on Halo. Uh, turn 10, Forza, Undead Lab, Lab Stay Decay. Uh, that's within the U.S. Europe, it's like Mojang, Ninja Theory, Playground, and Rare. Then hmm. Canada has its own thing. Uh, <laughs> with like the Coalition and Compulsion games. So I think Obsidian might fall under the second party developers. So like Creative Assembly, uh, Harmonix, Iron Galaxy, Saber Interactive, and all that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think it's obviously a good move to go out and get these guys. Uh, what does this mean for, like, maybe a new uh, Fallout game from Obsidian? We don't know. If they're still allowed to play nice with uh, Bethesda, then that would be cool. Yeah. And as long as they don't make it an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. It may just be like back in the day when Xbox games would come out, like, a week early. Yeah. To... PlayStation game, so like an Obsidian game would come out on Xbox first and then PlayStation. Yeah. Then I'll also parlay that with like Xbox PC release first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good good move on Microsoft. Can't phone for that. No, can't at all. Like they're, that. They're, they know what they're doing. For Old Republic 3. Ooh. I mean, I can, I, I can ooh and all, all over that, but I just can't play any of the MMOs. I've got, I got WoW sickness. I just can't look at any other MMOs. It's like, I, I, I could just be playing World of Warcraft. I Everything mean, else is. Cold War wasn't really an MMO. It was, no, it was an RPG. Yeah, I suppose. Just a straight up RPG. Like, I mean, there, there's the Old Republic. That's I'll, the one I was thinking. About. Sorry, I got games mixed up. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I remember I played like six hours of Old Republic. I was like, why, why am I bothering? Yeah, I, I, I tried it for a bit. It's like, this is this is World of Warcraft in space. Spacecraft. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it was that bad. I was just like, man, why am I, why am I here? Yeah. My buddy, my buddy Matt wanted me to play it with him. I got our buddies Raul and... Uh, who else? Was it Emily that else played with us? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, you know, that was, 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 might have been the last time I touched an MMO in a while. That was only like a year ago I did that. <laughs> so, moving on. You catch that uh, first image of Ruby Rose as Batwoman? I went and searched back out and looking at it. Freaking love it. Uh, I think Tanner was saying that her cape looks a little weird. It looks like a curtain. It, it yeah, it kind of it does. It kind of does, just a little <laughs> bit. I think it's meant to look like, look a lot more like realistic bat wings. Yeah. How like thin it looks and like you can see the light going through it. Yeah. It, it looks, a, it looks a little silly, a little, little bit silly, but, uh, the overall costume looks Fucking incredible. Yeah. Just mm, A1. Looking good. I'm, I'm psyched for it. Further feeds my uh, redhead lust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, so Gen 4 is coming soon. 
Pokemon Go. Yeah, this is a matter of time. Like mm-hmm. now we're starting to get some. I call this months ago. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, this is exactly why I was calling it months ago. I was like, hey, start start stocking up on candies for some of those some of these Pokemon because uh, a lot of them got evolutions now. <laughs> I got to find more Magnemites. <laughs> They're actually kind of lousy in that parking lot by the galaxy. Like, that whole parking lot will just blow up in the middle of the night with Pokemon. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, just, there's uh, the over the no frills, they've got that too. That's just a big spot. Though, when I was getting DQ today, there was just nothing crocking. So, yeah. whatever. Uh, but yeah, like, their little teaser that they threw up is just of uh, various shots. Uh, you can see penguin tracks being Piplup. You can see Turtwig's little sprout. You can yeah. see uh, Chimcharge's like waking up. Uh, yeah, like oh, man, I can't wait for this. I have almost all the starters too. I'm just missing Totodile. <sighs> so mm. I got to. All right, I might have a spare Totodile. If you do, that would be wonderful. Uh, I need more Torchics and. Tricos. I have their second forms. I don't have their third forms yet. Uh, okay, okay. Ugh. So, not only is Gen Four coming, but uh, some there also will be some rebalancing. Uh, CV values will be adjusted going forward to improve game balance. HP values will be adjusted uh, to close the gap between high HP Pokemon and low HP Pokemon. Pokemon defense and stamina values will be retroactively rebalanced, allowing higher defensive Pokemon uh, to be valuable in battle by outlasting opponents rather than uh, simply running out the clock. Uh, Defense values will also be slightly retroactively reduced for most Pokemon. Uh, Changes like this will help narrow the gap between Pokemon with the highest defensive stats and others. Hashtag nerf Blissey. Yeah. Well, those ma- those ones are mainly like HP giants. Yeah. It just takes forever to fucking knock them down. And then people just freaking golden raspberry them right back up to full health because they want to keep that gym. I hate them. You see, you I, guys out there who do that, I hate you. I I keep those golden raspberries yeah. also because I don't do a lot of raids, so they're very valuable for me. I've got like 140. Just I've got my dogs now. I have I have all my dogs now. All the doggos. I have my dogs. Uh, I got some too. Uh, yeah, I caught Suicune the other day. Actually, like it's funny. Raikou was the hardest one to catch. <laughs> but I caught two Entei's, one with a Pokeball on like try number three. And the Suicune didn't take a whole lot. So, yeah. I was really chill about it. Uh, Pokemon uh, migration changes. Uh, we are also making adjustments to weather and moving forward. It will have a reduced effect on the rate at which Pokemon appear. Uh, as you explore a given area, you will notice that a greater variety of Pokemon species will appear over time and at different, different rates. Uh, certain areas, such as parks and nature reserves will now contain a more varied uh, Pokemon species. I'm, I'm liking those changes. Like, if it, by, from the way I sound it, like, if you if you have a regular walking path, like, there's a park, like, a park over by my place, the bike trail's there. Mm-hmm. 
It's, by the sounds of it, like the more you walk in that one area, the, you, you'll find more and different Pokemon every time you go walk in that area. Huh. That's the way I take that that article, and I hope I'm right. That would be nice I, not I, having I, I to move different close. places. Yeah. Uh, sticking with Pokemon, there's also uh, some footage of Meltan in the wild. He'll be melting your heart. He already has. <laughs> uh, so for one, it seems they're alluding to Melton only being available uh, through Pokemon Go. <laughs> that you can only catch it in Pokemon Go. I almost exclusively eats metal. So... <laughs> Which goes along with the, the bolt, and uh, it's also watching them eat is really funny. <laughs> we just kind of like fall over on stuff. <laughs> uh, and of course, they don't like fire or hot things. No, because they will melt. Poor guys. Oh. Also, I, I like how it's basically just, like, a uh, ditto, but with, like, the bolt on top. Essentially. It's a simple design, but it worked. I thought it, I thought a lot of people were going to give it flack, but it, it just turns out, it's like, no, we like it. We like you it see, The people that do give it flack... That's because they don't like Pokemon that don't make for good furry bait. <laughs> we don't like the garbage bag Pokemon. I like Lucario. Oh, now you gotta be curious. I have to search something. There, I could have sworn I retweeted something on Twitter about that. Oh, sorry. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah. No, I'm not surprised. They already rule 34 in Meltan. <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm nut. No, 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 I'm not going to continue. No, that's a yeah, dark path. You're going path. down a dark path, my friend. That is a dark path, and I'm getting away from that. Yeah, that's a good That's a good idea. Uh, so, so, you know how people have always been like, Hey, yo, Sony, why can't we change our fucking <laughs> names on PSN? And they're like, ooh, ooh, uh, shut the fuck up! Uh... <laughs> It's like, yeah, I made this name when I was like 16. I would like to not be Edgelord69 anymore. I, I don't like that. <laughs> this is not reflective of me. I'm now Edgelord98. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Sony, as per EU PlayStation blog, uh, a, a full po- preview program is kicking off uh, soon for the PlayStation 4. 
that old uh, PSA. I. I'm going to try fighting through that. Uh, <laughs> that will allow PSN ID changes. Uh, the gist is that the. Uh, is that the first hit is free. After that, you have to pay a normal fee of nine ninety nine. Uh, that Microsoft also charges. Uh, plus, members get a 50% discount. Uh, to make the change from XXX Sniper Joe 420 XXX to My Wife's My Life 2012, <laughs> uh, you'll merely have to head to the settings and menu or profile section of the PlayStation 4. So it will allow you to display both IDs at the same time so your friends will know who made the change and don't get confused. Here's the kicker. Because Sony is is usually the one, uh, the name change won't actually work for every game. (laughs) Sony says says that the feature is only compatible with PlayStation 4 games originally published after April 2018. So most of their catalog. They say that that not all games or apps will support the ID change, what? Uh, and that errors may occur uh, during the preview program. You can revert back uh, if any errors are so busted that you can't use programs collect correctly. Correctly, uh, so I will pro- provide a list of support ID changes. Again, this is so bizarre that it doesn't work universally. A glimpse of just Sony's odd infrastructure. Uh, November 2018 is planned for the program preview program with a full rollout in 2019. How the fuck can Sony still not get this right after Microsoft a decade ago had got it right? <laughs> can they not just call them up on the phone like, hey, hey how did... How do you change a name? And they're like, it's not that hard, guys. It's, but it's really hard. It's really hard. We don't want to do it. <laughs> you, you, you just, uh, I just don't get it. I really don't get how it's still a problem. <laughs> Literally every every single. Like, I'm pretty sure even Nintendo, with their backwards-ass online system, <laughs> have got this right already. And you probably don't even have to charge a... Du- well, actually, no, I think I think you're actually locked into your name. Yep. There. But, I mean, if you're locked in, you're locked in. Yeah. Be bold. Uh, I just... Like, seriously, how how is this still a problem? Like, it's... It shouldn't be this hard. I know making games is hard, and I'm not a game developer by any any means necessary. But come on, man, this isn't this can't be that hard. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> a gamer by any other name would be just a suck it suck ass newbie. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay, last story. God damn it. I'm sorry. Ugh. So Capcom is breaking down the, the stuff for uh, Double May Cry 5's Deluxe Edition, specifically the weapons. Uh, 
So a while ago, Capcom was all like, hey, here's the pre-order this deluxe edition. It's got a bunch of bullshit in it. Because we know you people love bullshit. Uh, uh, thanks to a Capcom Unity blog, we have a better idea of what's actually what we're actually getting. Uh, as was announced, uh, the deluxe iteration will include classic battle themes, an upgrade motorcycle weapon for Dante that has one new move, but is e- but is easier to get knocked out of combos with. Uh, alt announcer packs, uh, live action cutscenes. Uh, and four weapons: the Pasta Breaker, the Sweet Surrender, uh, Gerbera PO uh, GP01, and the Mega Buster. Uh, so let's break them down one by one. Uh, so the uh, the Gerbera, which is actually kind of a daisy, uh, is a tribute to Shoji Kawamori, uh, who worked on Gundam and Macross. Uh, oh, that's why the GP01 makes sense. Yeah, uh, and it allows the protagonist, the the protagonist Nero, to do a quick air dart downward or upward. Yeah. Uh, the pasta breaker, which is a <laughs> which is comprom- comprised of various kitchen utensils and other spare parts, uh, doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but does allow you to swap gear quickly. Uh, Devil breakers. Uh, when using it, uh, it seems to be penned as a joke weapon found in many action games where veterans can challenge themselves by way of self-imposed roadblocks. The Sweet Surrender is a bit more useful and allows Nero to passively regenerate health or perform a break ability for a quick health spurt. Uh, though it can't actually attack. <laughs> so it's more of like a utility weapon. You bust it out when you're low. Yeah. Uh, and the Mega Buster, which is covered in a private, private, prior video. Uh, so basically, it, it's just the Mega Buster from Mega Man. You, you, you get to be, Nero gets to be Mega Man, basically. Mega Man. Mega Man, Mega Man! <laughs> it's. I just, I just love that the Mega Buster looks like one to one. How it looks in Mega Man and stuff. It's just on almost realistic looking Nero. It's so it's so juxtaposing. It's great. I love it. Make action games fun again. Yippers. I would really love it if this stuff isn't just you know in the 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 pre-order. Let me buy it. Yeah, just let me you know like. I'll spend an extra five bucks after I buy the game. Just give me it. Not still not a fan of pre-order. Unless it's gonna give me an awesome like you know real life collectible. Oh, I I just I just opened up Twitter again and uh, from Wooly uh, quote from YouTube. Swearing on YouTube will reduce your video revenue and ability to be recommended. Uh, we have an annual month-long event called Shitstorm. <laughs> Man, fuck YouTube. Yep. Uh, hey, you bright, you bright minds out there, create the next YouTube. 
I like I half expect it to be like Amazon to come out with uh, yeah. YouTube like I'm not sure if it would be a good thing or not. Yeah. As long as they let it be the Wild West, then I guess <laughs> it'll be a good thing. And that does it for the news. Unless you have any thoughts, anything you want to bring up? Um, we did watch the Aladdin teaser before. We yeah, I I really want to see how Will Smith does the genie, and I want to see how the internet reacts. Because a lot of people are gonna, it is a touchy touchy movie to do, given that Robin Williams is still fresh in the minds of many people. Yeah. Uh... If Will goes, like, full Fresh Prince, then I think it'll be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, if he goes, yeah, if he goes that route, I think no one's going to have a problem. I, I think his character will... It, it, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't feel like he's, he's taking anything away from the old genie. He's just creating a new genie with his persona. Yeah. Um, going back to the Pokemon... Uh, just recently, I don't know how old the video was. I don't know how old this, this news is, but I saw more content for the Let's Go games, and oh. I was right about the the trading. They're they're creating like a little park where you can trade your Pokemon Go Kanto Pokemon back and forth. And I guess there's, there's going to be certain benefits. You can strengthen the Pokemon, and you can also trade uh, bring over the Alolan forms into the Let's Go games. All of Kanto, of course, only Kanto. You go and use the Kanto Pokemon. Mm. But apparently, like, there's a little park where you can do little bonus games and stuff like that. And there, you can fight the legendary birds and catch them. You can catch the or you can get the Mew with the 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 Pokeball accessory. Oh, what else was in there? I only just remembered about this video. I forgot to post it in the news. It only just came back to me when we were uh, discussing Pokemon Go. I think that was all in the video I saw. But yeah. Shall we get into emails? Yeah. Alright. Duncan! Where can people send us an email? At the Superfun Network at gmail.com. That's right. That's the Superfun Network at gmail.com. You can follow us at RealSFN. You can check us out on Facebook at the Superfun Network. You can check us out on Instagram at Superfun Network. So uh, I pull up the question on our Twitter uh, if you have a question for the gang or anything. Uh, and Lindsay. Uh, sent us uh, that there was a leak from Star Wars that indicates that they're bringing bringing back a old villain. So I'm just gonna look. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. So apparently the leak is that Palpatine could possibly make a return. Huh. Yeah. 
Interesting. That would be interesting, though. I thought he got it pretty good in the in episode episode five, seven. No, not uh, this, uh, six. six. Yeah, okay. it's been a while since I watched the movie, and it's old ass movie. But spoilers anyway. So I think like we didn't Vader just like throw him down a chute. Yeah, he did. Just kind of throw him down. Yeah, I don't think. Pit. I mean, he wouldn't be the first one who would fall down a chute and survive. <laughs> I mean, Luke did. <laughs> yeah. An episode before that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Ted... Yeah, no, uh... Darth Maul did. Yeah. <laughs> Got dumb spider legs out of it. <laughs> and they could possibly use that as a... As a as a way to introduce maybe like a new dark force power. Maybe he has a shield or something to, to break his fall or something. Maybe he just resurrected <laughs> himself. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there could be a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> says yeah, maybe the bad. Sith found a way to go to, to become one with the force and then immediately realize like, oh, hey, I can just resume a physical form again. You know that Jedi ghost shit? Yeah, we do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be that would be dumb. That would be dumb. Also <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that does it for questions. Unless you got any thoughts and more thoughts on that. No, that's about it for me. That's about it. All right. Well, I guess that does it for the podcast. Uh, under an hour. Nice. Yeah. And almost in time for club. Ooh, ooh. Uh, don't think. Uh, I'm hearing. I might be leaving outside of the city for a little bit. Ah. I might miss club. Friend of ours, we do D and D with, has like out in his house. Like, I don't even know where he lives. I think he's with just a couple minutes out of the city. But his wife's in the states, and he's all by himself with his children. Hmm. So James was like, hey, we should go give him company. I was like, okay. And I told him when I'm going to be done the podcast, roughly. And then I haven't heard from him all day. Well, yeah, that does it for us here. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Sean, once again for our new opening theme. And here is our new See ya.